this is my experience Scott, of immersion process. Will you just process. pause for a second? Yeah. Scott, will you just say the, the last part again? Uh, just because we just turned the recorder on and also because your the sharing that you're doing is you say I. I you know, I do this or I do that. And it's it's like it's what we were talking with Amanda about before in terms of this is not an I sharing space. This is how does it go space. This is a emergence space technology discussion room where where what we, we what we want to know is the nuts and bolts. So it's not a, we don't care about you. We don't give a shit about Scott East and what he does or doesn't like or doesn't do or anything. How okay. to do it like that. So okay. Do you just shift and go and, and just do this thing again? Thank you. Yes. Emergence, so an emergent process is holding space, creating an intentional space, the structure of the space, the workspace for emergence to happen, for non-linearity evolution to happen. So this is done by declaring the space into existence, the workspace, making contact with the client, being in contact with the other workers in the space, in the circle, and navigating together. So using, as a space holder, one's own inner resources to navigate the purpose of the space and and to work with the others in the space as collaborators. An example of this is chair work or a emotional healing process because there is an overarching structure and intention and direction and it only works if control is let go of. And yeah. Yeah, thank you. And Chloe, do you wanna add anything to that? Thank you. I mean, I've been relating to the last, like last week experiment about these platforms. And actually I realized that I use more the platforms that I, that I knew I, I, I didn't, I wasn't really aware of them, but I use them in these emergent process space where there's the first, the first impulse, the first thought, and often it would be more of a more controlling, like probably more linear, the first platform. And then I can wait or the, or the first thought, and then I can wait for the second thought. And again, I don't really trust that one. And then the third thought is I have, I, there's this somehow, there's this space to connect, like you were saying, connect with the space, connect with the person and let it emerge. Let the process emerge from what is right now, not from, oh, I've done a similar process before, or oh, this question makes sense, or then I would be understanding it, or the client would be understanding what is going on. I mean, and I'm not saying that understanding is not part of an emotional healing process because the intellectual body needs to keep up with the rest, with the rest of our bodies. Mm. But in terms of this emergence, these first thought, second thought, third thought, and then I think we're going to start talking about the fourth thought or the fourth platform um, is, is a really useful tool to navigate emergent space. Thank you. The, I think what I'd like to do is have us think about 
the kinds of spaces that we're usually in. And I think that for the most part, the entire education system that we were put through was what Scott called a, a one, two, three space, you know, a linear space. And we, the class was completely controlled. It was a, there was a curriculum and the teacher followed the curriculum grade after grade after grade. And at the end you get a certificate and that's the accomplishment of this linear program. And, and then if you go to a cafe, for example, or look at, uh, for example, people walking in a shopping zone or a mall, but if, you, if you're sitting in a cafe look, listening to the conversation at the table next to you where three or four people are talking at the same time, that, that it seems like it's, it's probably, I don't know, they're spending their time doing this. It has to be, so, something is happening, but it, I, to what degree they're satisfied when they walk away, I think they get more exhausted when they walk away. I mean, I think people are involved in, so we're mostly involved in these linear processes or these completely chaotic spaces. People just, is just random chaos. So it's, and these are our, generally our options. And so what I'm hoping that this team can start to develop together is this awareness of this third kind of space, an emergent space, which is, is alive in that it has principles at work, principles of this is a space, there's some protocol in this space, there's respect, there's bright principles possibly, there's uh, conditions or agreements negotiated, and then, and then this thing just goes by itself. It emerges in a way that can't, it isn't predictable and it's nurturing. It's, 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 it's navigated in a way that it nurtures you, it nurtures your, your client, it nurtures your partner. So relationship, relationship is a primary platform for emergent space to occur in. And if it's, what, it's a wonderful experience to renegotiate or establish your relationship as an emergent space. And it, I've said before, it comes out like a theater piece, but it's a theater piece that you never played before. And so you get to shift parts, different roles. You, you, you can even theatricalize persecutor, rescuer, and victim as a, in a purely conscious form, like, like washing the dishes, you can do it as a persecutor that you're dominating the kitchen space with your, your anger force to clean these dishes spick and span. And while you're yodeling and holding emergent space for your partner to share about what project they're working on at the same time. So anyway, there's there's no, there's no, I can't map it out for you in terms of, ah, yes, we always start this way and then it goes like that because it never starts any particular way and it never goes any particular way. And it's not chaos. It is not chaos because it's, it has this flavor of dance and, nur and nurturing and I'm jumping back to Anne Chloe. So Anne Chloe, do you, do you think we sh should do the fourth thing first, the, the other resource? 
Yes, I just want to say one more thing about this emergent space in relationship. And in, 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 there's, there's a difference, there's a distinction between being a mage, being a mage in a relationship and letting your archetypal lineage feed the relationship. And, and that goes along with this distinction between feeding your heart and feeding your soul. And your soul is your, is your archetypal lineage. It's your mission. It is what you're on earth to do. It's your service. And then you have your heart and your heart gets fed in, in relationship space, whether it's with a, like a partner or friends or colleagues, but it, that's, that's a heart space. And trying to mix, trying to feed your heart with your archetypal lineage, try to feed this space of relationship with your archetypal lineage will create chaos basically in the relationship. It will create this disconnected, um, maybe sort of harsh chaos. And Clinton, you wanna say something? I just wanna add, I, I, wanna, I wanna expand the dichotomy between heart and soul food, whatever you were saying, but the, it's clear that the archetypal lineage is this archetypal food, so it feeds archetypal stuff. But I would suggest that the mage space is a five body feeding space. It isn't just a heart feeding space. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's really a five body feeding space. Yeah. So in the, so the mage being the mage is how can you navigate? How can you navigate the space? Who are you in the space? How do you navigate the five body intimacy with your partner? As also a service, I mean, the mage is how do you bring out the other person's potential? And, but your archetypal lineage is only one of these resources. And sometimes it's maybe not the, the main resource you want to use in your, in your partnership. And, and sometimes you get to be in a partnership with somebody who you have this archetypal body intimacy, and that's fantastic. But that's not all the time. That's... And so to, to discover or to experiment with how am I a mage in, in my relationship? How can I be a mage in, in relationship and navigate, and navigate these spaces of five body food? Which makes, it, which makes you less hookable. Because if you consider yourself as a man in a relationship or a woman in a relationship, one of the sort of characteristic of being a man or a woman is being a human being is hookable. We're so hookable by basically anything, a tone of voice, a gesture, a word, a misinterpretation, the TV, the kids, the overwhelm, like the men and women part of us is our, our box basically is hookable. Okay, the mage is an identity that has way less hooks, way less places to be hooked. And, and so, okay, that, that can be something that you are in a relationship. And there is a, an additional resource that some of you have already begun to practice with that we'd like to add in here to 
feed your mage spaces. And the way that I would like to propose you first check it out. I mean, I have loved to, I've loved uh, being on the journey with you guys as you unfold the uh, first thought, second thought, third thought, the, the platforms and things like that. This is, this is how this goes. This is exactly how it goes. And so that you've built up a, a framework in which we can really throw in some stuff here. And I feel really glad about that. So what, what we'd like to add in. And so what I'm going to say, you don't have to do it my way. So that's all I'm saying. I just want to say it. This works something like that, but you have a different framework and you can use it however it's useful. But we'd like to add in the, a re, the resource of nothingness as a, uh, as a vast, really un, unexhaustible resource that you can rely on. You can learn to rely on when you are moving forward or moving sideways or moving in spiral form, however you move in a mage space with, uh, with your co-creating, like in uh, negotiations, your, your collaborative negotiations in a mage space. Those are great, it's a great thing to memorize. Collaborative negotiating. Collaborative negotiating means you're not negotiating to win. You're not negotiating so that you're safe. You're not, you're, you're in fact, the, the purpose of your negotiation is also up for negotiation. So you're, you're negotiating not necessarily to be right, to be the first, to be best, or to, to be the worst, or have the most difficult life, or whatever ordinary negotiations go on, particularly win-lose negotiations, comp competition negotiations. Collaborative negotiating is about having putting it on the table that you are negotiating, putting it on the table what purpose do you want to negotiate to fulfill? Putting it on the table, you know, making it obvious uh, that um, that you're willing to negotiate. The negotiations are happening, and that it never stops. The, the negotiations never stop. So it's kind of like taking a shower, especially in in La Palma where we are now. You get in the shower, like I get in the shower, and and, and Chloe starts washing the dishes. Well, well this sucks down all the hot water instantly in the kitchen. And, and so, so there's this negotiation that needs to happen immediately. I start, I turn up the hot water then, but then, then she flushes the toilet at the same time. And it's again, so I have the hot water way up, but then the toilet comes full and she stops washing the dishes and it's so hot. I have to jump out of it. And it's so, it, I can't just step into a shower and take a shower. It's not like that. Life is not like that. So it's ongoing negotiating given what's going on, what's happening. And, and, and so there's a resource that we'd like you to have that is essentially undefinable and therefore unrestricted. This is a marvelous combination of having an undefined resource, which then becomes unrestricted. It's so the, uh, 
let's see how many no it's just to this and chloe mm -hmm. shall we i would like to practice with the resource of the nothingness first okay do we do that in pairs or threes or in groups of three i think okay so we're, we're going to toss ourselves into groups of three one will be the coach one will be the uh, participant like the client and one will be the the mage and the mage you're going to you're going to be functioning using not just your first voice not just your second voice not just your third voice your third answer but but a fourth platform or a fourth resource however you want to have it build up inside of you the fourth resource which is the void it is the emptiness. And so what that means is, it's you're getting, you've gotten good at waiting. You know, like this, the Katrin, this thing you ex explained was marvelous for me to how, how you worked with waiting for the first, waiting for the second, catching yourself, not waiting, you know, catching yourself going with the first one without even thinking about it. So this awareness has made it possible then to go to the fourth resource where you wait uh, one more time. You wait until there's no more certainty. You wait until there's no more knowing and then speak. So in that kind of speaking, some people, when they first try it, it, it comes out, they think it's gibberish. It's meaningless. You know, they're just making sounds with their their mouth that's not it that isn't it there's this incredible intelligence i don't know it's kind of a fractal intelligence in the nothingness you know fractals are these dis patterns that are duplicated in both directions towards infinity and towards nothing and so you have this nothingness that's actually rich in in distinctions so rich in distinctions that it's it's like nothing's there until you until you ask until you create necessity so you be, you have this intention your intention is to provide value your intention is to create results or make something useful for your client in this exercise and so the client maybe you'll ask them a question you'll say how do i find out how do i answer the question how how are you doing you know how are you how do i answer that question in a meaningful way. Maybe that's the question they ask. And then what you do is you, you, you skip over the first three, which by now should be happening pretty quickly. You can skip over the first three pretty quickly and then you have nothing. And then, then speak from that. Let, and it's, it's, you know, it's not channeling. I mean, we, human beings are capable, we are capable of channeling, but channeling is very different. Channeling is when there is a foreign entity out there, an energetic thing, and you essentially hand over your mouth to that thing. And then it speaks. Well, so there's a lot of those things out there. It's, it's a fortunate circumstance to have the opportunity to have a human body. And there's, so there's a lot of things out there that would be happy to occupy your human body if you let it. That's not what this is about at all. This is about holding space for yourself to have access to the nothingness and using the, the 
fractal depth of the nothingness to provide value for the person across from you in a clear way that does not come from knowing. It comes from uh, not knowing. It comes from not knowing. So it's difficult to make the leap at first if you haven't been practicing with this. It's difficult because for so many years we've been hammered on that the highest value is to know. And so this, you have to break that rule. You have to go into this, the, you tap into the void where it's clear you don't, you cannot, you're not using your knowing and then use the unknown as a resource, a rich resource and deliver it and, until you can see it land in the matrix of your client. So you're scanning the matrix of your client. You can see the distinction land in their energetic body so provide the value until they get it. This is not for you. This is for your client. And so the coach, when you see them, when you see them, your mage speaking, but it's not landing in the client, stop them, you know, coach them, have them land it in the matrix of the client so that it provides a useful outcome. I mean, and the coach is also about sensing energetically, are they speaking from the unknown? Mm -hmm. and, and then coaching them to find this place, to navigate to this place. Great, here we go. Any, wait, any questions about it? So how long do we get employee each? Five minutes. I, I'd negotiate for six. Six. <laughs> okay. And then I'll tell you, I'll tell you when to shift. Wait, hold on, just one second. That's a little fast in terms of questions. So is there any, you get the procedure, anybody not get the procedure? One person going for six minutes? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. And the mage dropping a question in the space? No, the client. The client, okay. I mean, and maybe the client goes, what question can I ask? Okay. And then then you, through, from, the, uh, from the not knowing the mage delivers value. And the, can the client answer back to what the mage says? Yeah, it's a conversation. And if you're the client, make this useful for yourself. How do I make a million dollars is not an unuseful question. You know, there's lots of potential for too few people, I think, are asking for outlandish or outrageous possibility. And so make this a space where you can ask and receive outrageous possibility as a client. Yeah, and it's not about jacking in into the bright principle of possibility. It's a different resource. So yeah. we've, we've been trained a lot as possibilitators to jack into the bright principle of possibility, and this will have a different quality. It will have a different, it's a different experience and different outcome also. Great. Everybody ready? Okay. There we go. DVM Shu and Natalia, would you stay in the main room? So just say later to the breakout room. Thank you.
the client by Thank you. I'm going to send a message to Divya and Shu. I will be the client first. My question is, <clears throat> you're the coach, TVM Shu. I'm the client. You cannot hear it. Natalia, how, what, what do I need to be an author? Like to, to finish writing a book, what is it that I'm missing? I have a hint for you, Natalia, to do this. It's to, to grab a word, to say the first word that comes, even if it does not make sense, do not start with I or the, or start with grass or pendulum or, and then let the unknown fill in the rest. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'll ask you the question again. Mm -hmm. Natalia, what am I missing to be an author, meaning to finish writing a book? What am I missing? What's coming to me is being public about that, being verbal about that, and announcing to the world that this is what you are doing. So I would say beep right now. Because when you say what is coming to me, then you have something coming to you and you already know what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, that's useful for me, but that's, that's jacking into possibility. It's jacking into other resources. Mm -hmm. So try the offer of pick, choose a word and let it unfold into my question and into my matrix. And it might sound like Clinton said, like gibberish, like it makes no sense to my question. Trust the unknown. To, to provide value. There's a coral, colorful bird that is coming to me. And... Um, so, so don't say there is a colorful bird that's coming to me. Say a colorful bird and let it unfold. Mm. A parrot with blue wings and a beak and let it unfold. From the unknown. Shift, go. The picture. Yeah. 
a colorful bird that shines with all the colors is going to ah my fear is coming and i start talking from what i know great you know you notice it and now start from a completely different thing because now you know this thing about the colorful bird so start completely over and it helps if you look at me because then you're scanning my matrix and then it becomes about me what am i missing to become an author the energy field oh <laughs> My box is freaking out right now. Mm. Take three deep breaths, breathes, breathes, and start again. Natalia, to help you, you don't need to give me an answer. It, you don't need to give me the correct answer. There is no correct answer. But there's something from the unknown that I'm missing and I need it from you. Mm. Grab a word and let it and let the unknown fill, fill in. What am I missing to be an author? To, what you are missing to be in start somewhere else that would be too linear to go into the unknown start somewhere there's else there's an ocean there's an ocean and a big amount powerful amount of water with dark dark colors and what you are missing is to jump jump very deep into that water and let yourself being carried to wherever that's going to be, either deep into the Gaia or some places that are still unknown and undiscovered. You have to let yourself feel the water flowing through your body and become one of it. Do not separate yourself from it. And once you are, the, once you are one, then nothing else really matters. you are then becoming a force. And you need no reasons or no steps because you are no longer making steps. It's no longer a metric of how you move. Thank you. Thank you. At the end, I had this feeling that you went to the head yeah because when i uh, yes it's when i went in and i started speaking from nothingness and then i felt oh i'm doing it <laughs> could you feel it could you feel the experience yeah yeah and that's the main point to grasp to taste yeah thank you 
I'll go. DVM Shu, then please be my client. I'm often blocked by being feeling very small. And I request you to give me some insight in this feeling small and to overcome it, to appear at my real size. A bird, a, a bird, I was like, yeah, a, a bird was walking on this, on this edge and looked at this ant. So I'm feeling scared. I'm sort of beeping myself. I'm feeling scared that I'm more going into this like nonlinear possibility stories, which is different from the unknown. Natalia, do you have anything for me? Yeah. Yeah, so, so my, my coaching is that, uh, yeah, after you went with Beep, Beep somehow you, uh, oh, somehow you went into your, your head and the story seems to be, yeah, that you kind of knew where it's going. So the coaching is close your eyes and go back, like let the, let the fear be there as well, if it's there. I just want to say, sorry, Michelle, um, we, we're shifting to the second mage. So please, yeah, go back into your breakout room. Great. Okay. Go ahead and say, can you say it again, the last thing? Yes. Close your eyes and let the, let the fear be in your body if it's there. Don't fight it. And look at, uh, at Divam Shu and scan, scan him. Mm -hmm. And from your body, say it from all your bodies. The first thing that comes. Divyam Shu, would you ask the question again or the request again? The question was, I often come in situations when I feel very small and I would like to get a tool or help to overcome this smallness, to reach my real size. I mean, my first thought is about there's start with small, so I'm skipping that. Could you tell again? And then my second thought is more about offering possibilities. Mm -hmm. And my third would be to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Now we come to the fourth. Yeah. S smallness, being small, it is, it is not something to overcome. Smallness is um, an atu. Uh, it's an advantage. It can be an advantage. And how can you, instead of the question that I, the question, that's the question. Mm, If the smallness is not something to overcome, then what can it be useful for? How can you use it instead of trying to overcome it? 
what is the power of smallness? In, into skipping the other thoughts. Can you go to the fifth layer? It seems to me that you start started to feel comfortable in your fourth. So I'm inviting you to go to your fifth. Yeah, it feels to me that then I went back actually to the third and to like offering yeah. possibility. And so I'm yes. then coming back to the fourth. Mm. Creation. Creation happens at at the tiniest de details, and it, it might be that your ma your magic, the magic can, of smallness, is that it happens at the tiniest details. Where where are those? What are those tiniest details that you are working? working at, working into. Into, yeah, anyway, it's like, that's the possibility when I could feel it, like to turn the possibility of being small into a, uh, but that's the third one. That's yeah. the possibility one. Okay. Yeah, but it completely landed in me, yeah because it's one of the occult powers on the yogic path, smallness. And I was judging it, oh, I don't want to be small. I want to be seen, I want to be heard, but I don't have to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, here we go. I'm the lead. Natalia is the client. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, it's uh, an experience because I'm I'm half sick and my mind is not functioning. But it's I'm it's very good to be there. Natalia, what can I do for you? What is your question? My question is, how do I know? How do I know if I'm creating fantasies, unrealistic fantasies for my for my life, just to be attached from myself versus what is extraordinary and possible for me? I repeat your question. Did I understand? Yeah. It's forming for me as well. Mm. You're asking about your, uh, how to distinguish your fantasies from... Um, from true, even, at, even at that level, when you don't know the question, okay, then you're still on the first platform of trying to understand. Yeah, 
And so skip it and move to the fourth platform, even with whatever words Natalia just gave you. This ocean is consisting of uncountable amounts of, of, um, of water drops. And it, in each water drop is the whole idea, the whole essence of the ocean. The ocean gives you the guidance in, in realizing it doesn't matter whether it's big or small. The water, the quality of the water is depicted in the ocean. The ocean is in its vastness, your orientation. So DVM Shu, the pause, because there's a way that your Natalia needs distinction to navigate this question in her life. So harvest the distinction more than the stories from the unknown. And the, and the stories help, but she needs the distinction to land in her ener energetic body. Okay. The ocean, or should I start with the new one? The vastness of the universe generates so many possibilities, so many different expressions, and we don't have to judge what is good, what is bad. So, DVM Shu, because this is a philosophy. You're okay. giving more of a philosophy. You, you, you don't have to, you don't have to judge, and there's so many possibilities. Mm -hmm. Okay, she needs like dead on the ground practical clear distinction to navigate okay so can you can you try one or two sentence natalia in terms of the request mm, yeah how do i recognize what is a fantasy and what is an extraordinary space possibility and what is the, yeah, how can I, yeah, how can I land and, and understand and navigate through fantasies of extraordinary and possibilities versus extraordinary and possibilities that are authentic? My first thing would be about authenticity. Uh, my second would be um, trust your experience. My third would be you have to give you concrete possibilities on this. And the fourth. Heat. Heat. Heat is a very intensive <clears throat> quality of, of, of energy. And the energy which you feel inside you guides you. Some things are not hot, some things are really hot. And you have the you know this quality of heat, and if you feel the attraction to heat, you know this will be a lasting experience. And if it's lukewarm, you will discard it and throw it. You will recognize it's a fantasy. 
keep going. If you are in between, I'm in the head now. Um, your desire for heat will help you to, um, no, um, this desire for quality, uh, for, for heat will guide you to quality. The heat helps you in distinguishing what is real, what is quality. And if you interconnect the true experiences and the fantasies, you do this by relating it or, or, or connecting it to heat. This heat you feel, you feel in your whole body. And you can take your time. It, you don't need to hurry for the next thing, but there will be a next thing. So stay connected with Natalia. Yeah, I just got the feeling it landed. If I talk more, I would go back to the head. That's what I feel now, or what I perceive now. My experience of the unknown is that it's also endless. And so when that lands in Natalia, it's okay. like it goes poof. And then there's and then there's the next thing that she has space for and then and it goes like and it might be a 20 second gap in between and and maybe you know maybe you say that's it but the experience is the unknown is actually endless in in regards to this other person i was stuck in the old system okay i delivered my thing oh, okay i'm done what if, I'm going to bring people in, but right now, would you try the next thing? You mean another picture? The mean? next thing from the unknown. Natalia is still there. She still has, she's still this human being with a matrix. And the unknown has something for her through you. I'm stuck in this gap. I mean, it's, I, I feel like I'm putting force on myself and, it, and there's some repulsion. That, that could be the gateway to an emotional healing process. This, especially after this, you know, I've done it, I've delivered it. And then if I have to give more, then there's this pressure or this and, and you want to run away. That seems like a key for an emotional healing process. I want to thank you because it did land in me. And thank you, Anna Chloe, for coaching. Cool. Mr. Wizard, back in the main room. Any any comments from or sharing from anybody? 
about anything? I would like to share. I observe myself and also as a, in the role of the coach, in the role of the mage and in the role of the client. Um, it's very challenging to always wait for this fourth space. Like my mind goes so quickly um, to the next, like it waits, that worked out perfectly and something come, came really non-linear. And then my mind catches to this one. So it would build up there. It would, it would follow this thought then. And then to completely, like after the answer of the client or, or something, it would, yeah, it's challenging just to be, to wait again for the fourth space. And again and again, just making myself empty. It's, um, yes. Well, then you're getting your money's worth. <laughs> I will share that. Wait, hold on, oh, just one yeah. second. Iska, so oh, did you get what I said? There's nothing we're going to do here that's not challenging. <laughs> you get this? So to say it's challenging is a, a fundamental understood agreement. We're doing stuff that is challenging. Mm -hmm. and, and so when you're sharing, it's better, it's like I encourage you to try something besides saying that it's challenging. Like what particular thing did you discover or what undermined you or what was a breakthrough or uh, how does it work or any of those kinds of things, okay? Try to shift away from the it's good or bad, you know, challenging or easy sort of thing, okay? So I observed that when someone asks a question, then in the first step, uh, we all did this exercise to wait for the four space. But then uh, after a couple of minutes, or like as the conversation go, proceeds, it's not, um, it's not about waiting anymore. It's, uh, yeah. Then the, the second question or third question, it comes from the first, second or third platform, right? It actually comes from the void. It comes from the unknown. So you just stay there. I get what you're saying. If normally, if you get an idea or a, a, a distinction, you you surf on it back to the first platform. Ordinarily, that's what we do. Is we always head for the first platform. That's our habit. The immediate first response. And this exercise, the, this tool, this skill to build is to go into the unknown and then stay there. And, and again and again. No, stay there. Yeah. Don't surf back to the first platform. Yeah, but after every after every sentence the client says, I'm waiting again, like I, I'm going to the fourth platform. So all I'm saying is it doesn't take so much time as you might think. With a little practice, there's almost no time delay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I still have time delay now, but okay. I will get better. Thank you. Jennifer, go ahead. Yes, I too have the time delay. Um, and the empty space.
base of waiting is has a very delicious texture to it. And getting to the fourth platform, almost always, the answer was always something about echo. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, so, so what we noticed in our group was people, we have this habit, this force, they were forced to try to give an answer and to formulate what we're saying in trying to create an answer for the person is school. It's just school. This is not school. So what we're trying to formulate is instead mm, rain, trying to make rain. So you're going to rain on people with stuff from the unknown, or you're going to, you're going to make a magic carpet for them. What you're building is a magic carpet. So they can get on this magic carpet, has nothing to do with answers, but you speaking is the energy that makes this magic carpet go to a different space. Or you, you, you are actually pulling the rug out from, from where you're speaking from the unknown, you're pulling the rug out from under anything they have used before because whatever they used before didn't work. So your job from the unknown is to pull the rug out and still have it be beautiful in the living room with no floor in it, no floor in the living room, you pull it out. I could keep going, but that's what we're doing instead of delivering answers. There's, this is not about answers. Answers are packaged up little things that are right or wrong and the teacher approves. This is school. What I, what I discovered is now that as you speaking is also that how many resources I have and I could feel myself jump between, for example, the nonlinear possibility stories that are close to the unknown and, and the possibility make like principle of possibility or my archetypal lineage or, and what I love actually is that the unknown is a starting point and then I can breach on, I can use other resources, kind of mm, dancing with the unknown and like the unknown being empowered by possibility or by um, my archetypal lineage. I don't know, I just felt like I was dancing and also trying to stay in the fourth one but in, in the quality of the other resource coming in. And I, I'm feeling pretty okay having them mix with each other. I also felt like that. I felt that going to the void, trying to be in the void was in itself an experience of being in the void and feeling and hearing things come up and wondering if to dance with them or not. And I sensed this is, I'm sensing something that I can learn to sense better. In our group, we discovered that uh, on the one hand, when the void is speaking through, it's important to keep your focus on the person's matrix that you're talking to. I mean, mm -hmm. it's almost so fascinating to get sucked into this multiplicity of dynamisms that's happening out of the unknown as an endless resource. And, and then all of a sudden we're off here somewhere, but you have to keep focused on the, the matrix of the person you're talking to. And then in order to see how what you're creating over there is landing over there, your connection needs to be two way two. 
It needs to be a two directional thing so that it, you can sense if it goes back the other way, goes, so you're focused on them. It also comes back, how's it landing? How's it working? Is it working? And in that way, you don't get just distracted by the huge resources in the unknown, but also you're actually in this process, this emergent space process of what's occurring in your client that, because they're evolving. If what you're doing is landing, they're evolving. So the question they ask changes and grows as you give them stuff. And so you really need this two-way tube with them. What I also sense is that I can be amazed while the stuff just come through. And then I can still be me just next to that what comes through and be like, oh, wow, this is great. And take my own name, take my own notes, basically. So I don't need to shut myself down in order to let it come through. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I discovered that the door into the unknown is made out of fear like the door itself and then opening the door it's like opening a door inside myself and there's just the void on the other side and being in that place I felt fear in my whole system like that's where it the entrance to the unknown lives is in fear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to sleep. Going into nothingness for me felt felt like a battle. Like what? Like a battlefield. Like I felt fear as if I could die. Being in nothingness. It's just amazing. I have no words for that. I have no words what, what my body can experience being in nothingness. And that the journey feels like I'm going somewhere where I've never been. But once I'm there, I know I've been there before. And there is no, there is, there's no concept because there is nothingness. So this is beautiful. And beautiful doesn't cut that here. It's just the body experience, the, It's like belonging, like being emerged in nothingness and not meaning anything. Thank you. It could be possible that if you keep practicing with mage space skills, that that nothingness becomes more and more your home. More and more friendly, more and more of a, of a, a nurturing, whatever it comes, it's like a, like having a billion dollars in the bank, kind of like that. You walk through the world differently because you don't have to have right answers because you have the unknown, mm -hmm. have, have the unknown. 
And this thing is so vast that there's no, there's no problem, question, invitation, challenge that you cannot meet. You embrace it and you, it, it, there's nothing about rightness. There's nothing about being correct. What there is is about this flow or love happening or unfolding happening or more, more connection happening, more bigness, surprises happening, delight happening. Like people were saying. Yeah, I I experienced something like that, that I could relax in that unknown. So something, some stress went away that I have to deliver something and I just I was just talking. And yeah, and and I I I didn't really have those three platforms i just i just jumped into where there is no platform something like that so i skipped trying to figure out what i was thinking and what was coming first yeah thank you for saying that because the reason that we did the three platforms first was to have to get the sensation of the first thought second thought third thought like that Because if we went straight into having the unknown, it's so big, it, it would feel like taking over everything. But so for me, it feels like a cloud. It's more like a mm -hmm. indigo colored cloud. It isn't, it's not behind a door, it's just this cloud thing. And I can just step sideways or anyway into this cloud and, and I'm then there it is. And so, but now you have the platforms and the cloud, you're getting amazing resources. As, as a client, <clears throat> I had a question that was coming out of my head and the mage talked to me and the result was that I got out of my head and got into my emotional body, my energetic body, my archetypal body. Yeah. Yay, mage. And yeah, yay, mage. And I didn't <laughs> even notice that I went out of my head. I found myself there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself out of my head. That would be a great first line for a poem. Yeah. <laughs> my question when I first went in, I was the first client and I'm with these two witches, these powerful witches in this space. And the question came out, I think it came out from the unknown. It is like, what kind of trouble am I in now? What kind of trouble am I in now? And it was a fabulous question. The, the, the stuff that came back hit a core issue in me about being afraid of being in trouble, this kind of fear of, of getting in certain kinds of trouble. And I didn't know that at all, but it, it was really useful. It was great. I'm seeing, Tatiana, I'm seeing Tatiana with her mage cup. <laughs> 
Michelle has a mage cup. Shannon has a mage yeah. cup. <laughs> 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 to you. <laughs> Got up this morning, uh, feeling feverish. Louder, please. I got up this morning feeling weak and sick. And my first reply to this notion was, I told Rex, my gremlin, no, I don't give you the chance that I miss the meeting tonight. And in the afternoon, it came back again, but you don't really feel well. What can you do there? And I told him again, no, shut up. <laughs> and this the state of the mind is not really functioning. I felt very close to uh, the void. It was not a big jump. It was, yeah, I was, I felt with one buttock, I was already resting there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yay. My experience as a client was, was also very touching. I also went into my energetic body with my eyes closed and my mage Marin took me on this connection where the physical could exist even on Zoom. And it was very, very big for me. Thank you, mage Marin. And my experience as a mage was like this. When I got into the space of my client and I was so quiet and I had that fear show up, like Amanda said, and it was quiet for a longer time, which is very rare for me, by the way, which is really great practice. And all of a sudden, I had a knowing of the un on the unknown of what could connect Martina to her being and what was needed in the space and, and get her out of the mind. But of course it wasn't mental. And we just went. And it was a different sensation being the client than being the mage. There was this unknowing and still centered, where when I was the client, I was taken more to the ethereal somehow, even lightheaded. And still both were unknown. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, like that. Thank you. And Chloe, let's roll the next thing. I'm just checking the time in terms of what, um, what's next. This would be your department. This would be my department. I would need a volunteer. <clears throat> Catherine, we'll start with you. So please drop your pen. Yes. Yeah. And please start something.
keep going at it or just start it? Well, there was a voice, something stopped you. Yes, I wanted to make it right and I asked you. When I said start something, you follow, you moved your shoulders and then you followed your shoulders. Mm -hmm. mm. Clinton, would you, um, anything about, I'm just not sure about how to ask the next question. The start something format includes speaking. It isn't just physical movement. It includes five bodies. And do you had a block against speaking anything? And so the she's asking if you would start something with five bodies. And so, and Chloe, you want me to just follow it? I, let me just follow this. Okay. Okay. So Katrin, what we mm -hmm. want to know is, and Chloe gave you an, an incoming, she gave you a challenge she, and it was pretty mm -hmm. undefined. And she said, start something. Yes. And then, so you took, you embraced the challenge. You didn't just stop, you didn't just freeze up. You did not freeze up. That's one possibility. You could say, what do you mean? Or I don't get it, or I'm too afraid, or you could have done many things, but you didn't, you did not. You kept rolling. And so the question is, is when, when you have an incoming, when there is a, a, an opportunity, a challenge, a problem, a question, when you, how do you manage it? What, so you just close your eyes for a second, Katrin, and this thing came to you. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a way of managing incoming. So how did you take the thing? How did you process it? How did you, how did you formulate a response to it? I, I went into my body and looked at uh, my physical body and looked what it needed or sensed what it needed. And then that's what I started. Okay. So is that the way, is that the way you manage incoming? Very often I freeze, but often I look, well, wow, this time I did. I, I do not know whether I do it all the time. Okay, so this is going to be the question everybody's going to get. Everybody's going to get exactly this set of questions. How do you manage incoming? What's your, it's a strategy that you developed a long time ago. And you've been using it mostly unconsciously your whole life. And it has consequences. It works a certain way. And it produces results that have been relatively successful. But it's a, it's a, it's a procedure that you formalized. And what we want to do is make the procedure conscious. So, you know, if your kid screams, you've got to do something. If the telephone rings, you have to do something. It's incoming. If, if, the, if, if the sun comes up, that's incoming. If, the, if you get hungry, it's incoming. If somebody <clears throat> says, Can, you want to go to coffee, that's incoming. So all that you get an email, it's incoming. Like all these things are incoming. How are you, how are you, how do you meet 
How do you face into? How do you meet the incoming, and and and, and try to either draw it on your paper or uh, explain. You can also explain it. Explain the explain the procedure. It's like the a one, two, three, huh? It's a yeah. It's a step. It's a step by step procedure, and it it really helps to have this question start something and then do it and, and try to not control it. Try to not handle your, your like incoming strategy. So and let Chloe, it- Are we yeah. doing this in groups of three? Yes, yeah. Okay, so, so I just, so there's, I wanna give you, so one person I know has a library. And there, it's like a huge library. And so behind them is all the books. And so incoming comes, they reach back, grab the book, open the right book, and there's their response. So it's in their library. And another person only had one book. It was a massive book. It was just like the Akashic book. And incoming comes, they, they find the right answer. But there's another person I know had a, a large blackish blue cloud they had nothing, only and anything that would come in, they would throw it back into the cloud and then something would come out of the cloud. And then uh, one of the ways that I had was I had these tiles. It's like a, the kind of tiles in your bathroom, you know, the on the wall, they're like this big. And each one had, it would float around and each one had a kind of a possibility on it. And so when the thing came in, the right tile would come out and meet the, meet the condition. And I would use whatever the thing was on the tile. So this person, for example, who had this huge like indigo blue cloud that had, was very bad at making clear decisions. And, but then when they heard about the tile thing, they said, I'm, I'm gonna use a tile. And they installed one tile in, in their system and from that moment on, they could make clear decisions because it was, it was this additional tiny little square block in the big field. And then they could say yes or no because they had this tile. And so when you hear how other people are, have create, how they manage incoming, you might go, hey, I want one of those. Or, or I'm, gonna, I'm gonna redesign mine this way. Or, you know, or I really like mine or like this, you, you'll have some, so that possible to, when you're having this conversation, you don't have to have it just with us. You can have this conversation with anybody. I mean, I discovered it. I was doing a, some stage work at Lenswald and one guy on the stage, one guy, we were doing this, like a start something on this stage and this guy, uh, there were three people. It was me. I was the stage manager, I was the space holder, and it the three different people had completely different responses. And so one was this cloud, one was this library, and this third guy, he could not say how he managed incoming. He couldn't say, and that is the story of his life. Because he would put him on the stage and we'd go start something, nothing would happen. He doesn't have a girlfriend, he doesn't have a career, he doesn't have a like a project, he, it's, he doesn't have a, a whatever, he doesn't have a, a, a website, whatever. It's a, so that was the story of his life. So what I'm saying is this thing that people, we haven't talked about it, 
when you start talking about it, it's fabulously useful to consider how you manage incoming. So that's what this, what we're gonna do right now. Question. Can I not have several machines or strategies? Yes. Okay. And Chloe? Yeah, any other questions? Okay. Do you want us? Do you want us to come up with like a visualization, like what you described? Is that is it helpful to phrase it in yes. that way? Yeah. Okay. To say how it works, it's like a machine. It, whatever you've got going on in there, describe how it works. Great. I think we'll have again about like six, six, seven minutes per person, and so one. One of the one person who goes through this process, the other two people ask, start something, and then you can start describing. But the two people keep asking question: How does the machine really works? Is it like this or like this? So they can really get to discover their incoming uh, machine. Great. And Jesse and Shannon, please stay here in the main room with me. And Chloe, I'm going to run to the restroom. I'll be right back. I'll be really fast. And Chloe, I'm just going to take this moment to tell you that I need to move money into PayPal to be able to pay you. And I haven't been able to do that yet because I have to move dollars in. Okay. And so this week I'm committed to getting it, making sure that it gets to you. Okay. Okay. Is that for the talisman you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. I just wanted to give you an update on that. Thank but, you. But um, by the next, by next Tuesday, it's my commitment that I'll figure out a way. Great. Thank you. Would you start Jesse as your, your incoming? Oh, I manage incoming. Okay. So if you start from you're from zero, you're just you're in a zero space. And I and I say start something. And try to not to figure out first, just do just start something. Okay, I am going to tell you um, a story. I'm going to tell you a story. And I don't know what the story is about yet, but it has to do with an island. And so there's an island. Okay. Okay, and if you pause from there, what happened? I felt really scared. That was one thing that happened. Okay, so fear comes up. Mm -hmm. I, um, so fear comes up. And I just went to the first thing. I just went to the first thing. I think from the place of, um, uh, I have to do something now. So I didn't let my, myself pause is one thing that happened. I didn't let myself have like, like silence or space in between. So I just okay, jumped. So it's, very, it's very fast. Yeah, yeah. It's very fast. Okay. But what, what is the it? I mean, just to notice when we said start something, only your intellectual body moved basically. Yeah. So how, how does it, what's the mechanism? If you close your eyes, 
And you go back to the moment I said, start something. And it was very fast, jump into the story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, what I went to there was, um, I started something, but I, I automatically assumed that I had to engage both of you in the something. So it had to be, it had to be something. And not only that, but it had to be inter entertaining. May I share an observation? Yeah. You also shared what you were gonna do each time. I'm gonna tell a story and the story is gonna be about an island. And so there was, there was the, you know, there was already a direction set. So Jesse, what does it look like? I mean, I'm just giving a, a proposal, but I would want you to find out is it could be that it's a stage. Because if you're trying to entertain us and it's just speaking and it's very fast, it's basically, there's a, it looks like there's a stage and there's some light on you. Yes, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, so yeah, like I'm on now. Okay, but tell, what, is, what does it look like? It's a machine. It has, it's like a mechanical thing. Yeah. It helps if you close your eyes and you kind of, because even yeah. now there's incoming from me and from Shannon. Yeah, it's like a spotlight. Yeah, it's like okay. a spotlight. But it's not, a, it's, it's like, it's, it's a glaring spotlight. It's hot. I'm sweating. I started to sweat. That happens. That's part like I sweat. Like I start to heat up. My body starts to heat up in that heat, hot light. So it's like a bright light comes on and it's a little blinding actually. So I, I, I get the sense that I'm being blinded that I can't actually see clearly where, where, where whatever I'm doing. Um, it's not a stage because yeah, somehow it's not a stage. It's just the spotlight and how do you so the spotlight could be the incoming i don't know how do you how do you engage it like even right now how do you engage the question like what happens and like what's happening is I, I start spinning. Something is spinning. Okay. Because action and starts and it's accelerating and accelerating. And, um, and then I just reach out and grab something from, I just reach out and grab something from, from a spin. Yeah. And I don't really know what I'm grabbing onto. Okay, so, and then you go spinning with it or does the spin stop? It slows me down. The spin slows down when I grab something. Okay. And then, and then it might start to speed up again once I got the thing. And then you, would you grab something again? When you, the next thing coming, you grab something again. And then I would grab something again if it, if it speeds back up. And then, and then I grab things until I've arranged a setting around myself. 
and then it, what the, are those this, what are those things are they like uh is it piece of paper is it uh like what is it what's the shape of it it's like I, what i saw was a vase like a glass vase a vase like a to holding flowers to holding so so that's yeah. a, one of the things that you could grab do they all yeah. look like that or is it just like this one thing no that's one thing but the things that would like the things i'm grabbing onto are things that would fit into a still life okay mm. yeah so you have all this still life and then you put it you arrange it around you yes and then it slows everything starts to slow down until it kind of creates a still life And, and then it's, and then it's like, it's still, there's stillness, but only after I've brought in enough things to arrange. And what's happening during the grabbing, in the grabbing, what's, what's the sensation, the feelings? Well, I'm scared. I'm almost grabbing for something out of like, I have to grab onto something. Like I have to grab onto something. So to give uh, something to push off of or pull into or to give me relationship with something, to give me uh, a point of reference. So it seems like there's a thing that spins almost ongoingly. I mean, there's always incoming. So you, you have this spinner. Mm-hmm. And then when something, when you say... I when there's this like you need to deliver something you have the the hot spot comes on then you start grabbing sort of frantically still life objects so you can put them in a scene and then things slow down because there's a scene yeah yes that's but it's not always frantically i'm recognizing it was frantically just now okay but it's always frantically okay it's like sometimes i'm spinning but i'm 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 not I'm not panicked spinning. Okay. Like I'm, it's more like turning or like, you know, like a dancer spins, but they, they look they keep... and then turn and then they connect, reconnect to the same point so that they don't get dizzy. So, but the spinning machine is, you're not the spinning machine. It, it's, is it outside of you or is it inside of you? Yeah, it's like I'm, it's almost like I'm riding on it. Okay, and when you take out objects, then you, you step out of it. Or is it just, it slows down? It slows down. Okay, so you, yeah. you're, you're, you're spinning around this spinner machine. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of standing on the spinning machine. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a platform. And when the objects go into place. When the objects go into place, there's there's a like a sense of, okay, that's where, okay, so when the objects are going into place, it's like that's 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 the part of bringing in like like five body discernment. Like that's that's the part of that, okay, well, where I place the object is is, is fundamental. Like where the object goes is fundamental. It's, it's almost not even as important what object I grab. It's, it's more like how it's placed. 
So, okay. It's yeah, it's not all the way clear to me, but it's a it's a start. Would you would you draw it while we, Shannon? Would you go next? Great. Yes. So would you draw it, Jesse, and and also be in connection with Shannon? If you start from zero. And your mind might try to figure out what are you going to do if you start something. And it's sort of to drop them. Start and connect to energies, flow, what's around. There's tingling in my back. So Shannon, let's do this again, where you don't, you don't say what's going on because you, you, you're saying, you're saying mm -hmm. what's going on, just start something. So just start something. Rainbows and butterflies. So be, there was, there was other thing that started before you started speaking. There was other pieces of you that started moving that were authentic. And then the speaking was fabricated. Okay. Could you, could you go back and, and what was the authentic move? It was a leaning in. Yeah. And then there was some, you, you blinked your eye pretty, and you raised your eyebrows. All those yes. three were authentic. Yes. Even if they were unconscious, they were authentic. Yes. Okay, so let's try again. It will be something else. When I say the thing, it will be something else. Start something. So beep, you were looking, you were looking somehow. Your eyes were moving. Okay. That was authentic. That was authentic. And then you had a thought about something to say or something to do. Mm. Okay, so go back to zero, follow the authentic move. Start something. There's something holding me back from starting. It's, there's, there's a push-pull, there's there's this part of me that wants to start something and be big and bold. And then there's this other part that's, that's just like, there's, there's this push pull of, of pulling me back, pulling me back. No, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. And then this other part is, is yeah, I can go, I can go. What is, what does it look like? Is it a hand pushing you? Is it straps? What is it? What's the mechanism? It's, um, there's it's not a pushing forward the, the 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 it's it's just like it's air breathing out is, is what's bringing me forward but then there's there's um it's like a metal spring 
it's like it's almost like um um when you when you see uh like when you're in a grocery store and then you pull out you pull out something that's that's in the bin and then it it that, that it brings everything else forward yes. so it's like the opposite effect of me it's, it's just pulling me back like something's come out okay and i'm pulling back so it's it's like it's like a metal thing with a spring that that something's come out so then then it pulls me back instead of just allowing for for the next one and the next i mean Jen, there's no there's no it, this is bad or this is good and in the way that you you're already trying to change you already have a judgment about your mechanism. Mm. So this is a, it's just a way that we figured out how to be with incoming, but you're already trying to change it. And while you're trying to change it, we won't be able to find it. It's like a meme construct. I know you've been through these processes. And start something. So, so beep, there was like four, four movements that were authentic before the so. And this is where you can find your mechanism. The rest is your mind. What if you just try standing up? Where you can, we can try to see like half of your body or something like that. Let me, um, I have a stand right here. Let me just take some, just this. Okay. Start something. And then there's a stop. Okay, what, okay. How do you start though? I say start something. Start something is, is moving toward, is moving forward, is, is bringing things forward. What's the mechanism? What's the mechanism you put it through that then leads into something? It's a giving. It's uh, start something. It's it's a it's a pulling give. It's a pulling give. What are you pulling? Where is it pulling from? What is it? What's the mechanism? You start something. So Shannon, st start again from zero, because now you have a move. But yeah. there's a way. There's so many ways that you handle incoming. You know, I'm hungry. The sun is shining. Uh, I need to close the door. Um, let's go down the stairs. The sta you know, all these stuff. Somebody's calling me, and you don't always have this dance move. We're just doing it standing up, so you can follow your authentic movement and check out. Okay, what? 
what worked between my voice and the movement? What was that worked? Okay. So start something with voice, with words. Hey, you there? I want to know, I want to know what this is. Go ahead, Jesse. Okay, so just right now, I said, go ahead, Jesse, and you moved forward. What happened? I slowly, slowly, slowly. What was yeah. the mechanism? Go, Jesse. The mechanism is is moving forward to connect and to hear. It's it's moving forward to know. It's not always like that. It would not always be about hearing better. Yeah. There is a it's a it's a technique. It's a it's a machine. It's a machine. Can you say start something one more time? Start, start so from zero, start something. It says if there's um, there's there's a like I'm a tightrope walker, and there's there's people in front of me and and behind me that have some type of line that's some type of line that that if I went off balance they've got me, so I can go forward or back. There's a there's a line. It's, um... So you can only go backwards or forwards? Um, right now, actually, let's see. No, I can go anyway. I can go anyway. So there's lines coming out of you, like tightrope line coming sort of from your heart or solar plexus, it seems like, from your yeah. chest. Here, it's here, and then there's there's a circle, there's a loop, there's a loop. And so no matter how I fall, like, um, um, oh, you know, like when, when they have people on green screens and, um, and they have like lines that can hold them. So I have that. Okay, how, do you, how do you decide which line to take? Um, there's, um, the, the one in the back, there's one in the back that's, that just says, you know, don't like, that supports me in not being reactive to just let me take it in first. 
And then, and then there's the one in the front that is, oh, this is interesting, move toward that. This, there's information here, move toward that. Okay, so you have, you have a line that says uh, no reaction. It's like a pullback from reaction. One that says interesting. What? Yes. Okay, what else? This is the back and the, and the front. Yes. And then, and then there's, there's, there's this, there's, God, I'm feeling like almost like the matrix, like when Neo, so then there's the other one that says, you know, you can sidestep this. You don't need to, you don't need to, to take this in or yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which, it doesn't matter what position my body goes into that I'm supported. And so, so I can, I can, can move toward and fully receive, or I can, I can stay right where I am, or I can, or, or I can move and duck so that the information can just go by. So right now, the way you explain it, Shannon, is that you have this one line that goes through and you can go backwards or forwards, but you can also dodge. Yeah, there's also, there's also supports. And so, supports here. Mm, to let me, but, then, yeah. but mainly you have one line. Yes. That's what it feels like. It's okay, mainly. which is either don't react, go forward or dodge. You have sort of three options for incoming. And you're supported by these lines. Yes. Is that, is that, does that cover it about? Yeah. I'm just, let me think if there's anything else. But it almost feels like um, there's a safety net. There's a safety net too. So if anything happens to one of the lines, I'm okay. I mean, I would have, this is kind of whatever. I, I would have a proposal for you, Shannon, because having three options for incoming, you could increase your options. You get, it's like, um, like the thoughts. Right now you have, you know, um, don't react, dodge, or, ah, oh, this is interesting. And something that's interesting sometimes will be a hook, but sometimes it will be curiosity. Sometimes, you know, whatever the incoming thing. But right now you have three options, but you could build more tight ropes yes. from the center. I, yeah. And so what I'm seeing is that from here, I can do cartwheels or somersaults. Okay, what, yeah, what are those, you know, in terms of actual, actual response? In terms of response. Do you know, there was like, don't react, don't get, you know, don't say anything. Oh, this is interesting or dodge. And these are real response to incoming. Dodge yeah. is like, okay, I'm not going to even interact with that thing. I'm not, I'm not interacting. Curiosity is I'm going forward and, and um, going backwards. Like I'm not going to react. Yeah. And 
Yeah, there's something about the spinning. There's something about like um, the spinning of like doing the cartwheel. There's, it's, it's let me, um, it's like, wow. There's a spinning that can happen in, in either way. And it, and it, the spinning can create greater space and greater expansion. Okay, Shannon, there's a way that somehow you relate to a real question through a part of a fantasy world. And I'm afraid that these last answer are more fantasy worlds than your real way to, to, than to interact with incoming. It, okay. it feels pretty accurate when you have this tightrope and you say there's either go back, either go forward, it's interesting, or dodge. That makes sense. It was like, that's a, it's yeah, a no, real I, way to interact with incoming. I feel, in, I feel the fantasy. Yeah, and, and just one more time, it's not good or bad, the mechanism. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be bad. There's nothing, it's just a mechanism. It's neutral. I would, there's about a couple more minutes and I would like to, I, I kind of know mine, but I would like to kind of inspect it again. Yes, let's go. Okay. And Chloe, start something. Ah. Uh. <coughs> uh. I've, uh, uh, I'm, this is disgusting. Uh. <coughs> uh. <coughs> I feel angry. Uh. Can you, can you say it again so I can do it more slowly? Okay, so, and Chloe, start something. Mm, I was thinking there was a few moves that was authentic and I, my yeah. mind just, can you say it again? Okay. Start something. Love is not always what we think it is. Yeah, I mean, and I can feel it <laughs> happen. When I have this incoming, I have this synapse, uh, synapse system and it's sort of the incoming comes and then I have to, I have like a signups and I have five choice and then I, I take a path and then I have another like a connector and then there's another three or four path and I, I choose one and it, and it kind of goes like this. It kind of finds its way in the synapse until, um, until there is this, uh, yeah, this move or this, the, these words coming or, and I, I, I've done this a while ago and I've put at the end of those synapses, I've put this, one of the, the tiles from Clinton's strategy, which is a strong, where I stop, like the synapse thing can go forever and ever and ever. And it's like endless, but the, the tile is like a, an end platform. And I'll also put this, this cloud of, um, nothing at the end of one synapse. So that's a, and that's also kind of a stop, but it's a different kind of stop. It's more like ending into the nothingness. Mm -hmm. 
in how do you enter into it what's the entry point for the mechanism what's the first thing that happens it, yeah it's sort of like this start something and then it drops into this white um this white first ball it's like the start of everything and then it grows like this this forest or this those roots it's like the synapse but it, it goes at this electric speed like this electric speed of light yeah but it 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 only chooses really one path it it has to choose it has to make decisions of every, for every path at every synapse uh, yeah conjuncture so the structure itself is this is this kind of fractalous rhizomes that move out kind of in all directions yeah and and, and i never figured out but it, it kind of has this like infinite and it's like i can and this is connected to this and this and this and this and yeah and now i, I mean i realize how i'm using more the platform of like i'm coming to an end yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking is like, like, maybe the question is like, not like, how do you move along the paths, but how do you choose when to end? Like, how do you use choose where to stop? I mean, so what I realized is sometimes I come to the end of a thread. And, and then that I could have this choice of freezing or to just like build up new to, to just keep building up synapses like path. Thank you. Cool. Thank you, Shannon and Jesse. Thank you, Chloe and Jesse. I mean, I can even notice like silence is incoming. Silence is an incoming. And it's like how how to in how to yeah how do you handle silence as this thing? So I can feel my machine being at work. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would have a bold proposal to go into, to, to not have any sharings about this. And the proposal is to, if you can draw the machine and then to share the drawing with some explanation into the Telegram group and to keep noticing how it is at work and refine it and, and yeah. And to jump into, uh, that will combine some an exercise of practice and experiment that will combine both this uh, uh, speaking from the unknown, this unknown, and uh, your handling. It's an incoming. It will be an incoming. So you get to see how your machine works and use it consciously, and then speaking from the unknown from it. And the practice will be about uh, six or seven minutes per person, where the person is a mage. You have a, a, a client and a coach and 
the client basically tells you, you have written something about your point of origin. So the client will ask you to tell you what <clears throat> part of what you wrote from where, where are you, where is your point of origin? Where are you originating from? And then the client says, prove it. Prove it with me that this is where you're originating from. And you get about six, six minutes to do this with the person. And the coach, you just, you support feedback and coaching about does this match their point of origin and, and even making offers about how they can prove it better, something like that. Prove it better. Yeah. Any questions Uncle, about this? Yeah. And Chloe, can you say a bit more about the point of origin? Because like, like, is it where you're born, where you like, the, yeah, um, I'd love to have a bit more clarity with that. The point, the point of origin in possibility management term is right now, you are originating your life from somewhere, from a context, from a, a stand, from an identity, from a commitment. And the best way to, sh to see where to like get to know where you're coming from is to see the consequences that you have in your life. You, the, what your, how your life is, is a reflection of your point of origin. It's, it's really pretty automatic about if you still have low drama in your job, it was your partner with yourself, then there's a point, part of your part or a main point of your point of origin is still in survival, uh, ordinary modern culture, for example. And many of you have describe a different kind of point of origin that you have worked to move your point of origin into a, um, a different identity, a different context, a different emergence, a different point of emergence. Thank you. And Chloe, could you repeat again, what, who is Yes. Asking yes. what and yes, um, there is a mage, and then there's a client and a coach. The client first asks, "Please tell me where's your point of origin? What is your point of origin?" And the mage answers. And the mage answers. In a, in a half a sentence. And then the client says, "Then prove it. Prove it with me or to me." Right now. Right now. Mm -hmm. Is there a yep, point of origin? You. Is there a point of origin as well in shadow? Uh, actually, that's a probably a gremlin technique. A gremlin technique to keep you confused. Probably right. that's what that would be. Divyamshu. Have you used the text we um, registered in with this group? Or <clears throat> I didn't hear it. Of... Could you say it again? I was wondering, 
we all registered in this group uh, describing the point of origin. Shall we use that text? Yes. Unless it was complete bullshit, then make up some other bullshit. <clears throat> Thank you. But you're going to be asked to prove it. Great. Any anything else? Okay, here we go. Michelle and Tatiana, please stay with me in the main room. How do you pick who's going to stay with you in the main room? Very, very special people. <laughs> Tatiana, Michelle, she didn't hear me, okay. Ah, yes, now I see you all three. Okay, great. I will be the client first. And I want to be worked on by Tatiana. Okay, also, okay, you. I'm, I'm going to tell you my point of origin. I, right. I can ask you if you want. Please, please ask me. Please, Tatiana, could you tell me your point of origin? I'm... Hmm. I'm... I'm the source, I'm a resource, and I'm a possibility sorceress. Thank you. Please prove it with me. Please work your possibility sorceress with me. Yes. Michelle, we need your coaching. Yes. And your support for Tatiana. See, Tatiana, Tatiana maybe, uh, sorry, as a sorceress, may I? As a sorceress, Tatiana, Tatiana, am I yes. pronouncing this correctly? Yes. Thank you. As a sorceress, you can use your fear yes mm -hmm. your conscious fear yes perhaps it would help if you ask Aunt chloe to close her eyes and so you can tap into that sorceress being yeah thank and take you her. and chloe would you close your eyes yes Please. 
so as as a swimmer you get you you know the the feeling of swimming against the current against the water you you move the water and you by doing that you move your body through the water and maybe stay away from the co concept of the swimming maybe go straight into uh, asking or inviting her for sensations and feelings and things like that so that she doesn't go into, into the head perhaps okay. okay so the this sensation going against the the uh, what is the english word against water the current somehow yeah the the resistance of the water is somehow how how it's it's going in life to to get back to the source. Mm. To dive into this huge source where we all come from and we... Mm. Tatiana? She's frozen for me. Yeah, me too. Me too. She probably can still hear us though. Mm -hmm. Use in Michelle, <laughs> could you help me? I'm Is it, yes. Somehow by Aunt Chloe opening her eyes again. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't feel your connection yeah. with me. I, I don't feel your connection. Like you, if you're a source of your source of possibility, what is it? A sorceress of possibility. So your source, po your source possibility. Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. So I'm lacking new possibilities for me. Yeah. So I I get. I might maybe I just ask you what you need. What possibilities are you looking for? What, in which arena? So, because I'm just like philosophing around, that's not helpful. Thank you, Tatiana. So, Anne Chloe, what, what is it where you would like to have some new possibilities? I'm, I'm interested in collaborating with. Uh, a sorceress of possibility. This is something interesting to collaborate with for me. And mm. how how can I collaborate with you? What what kind of source of possibility are you that I can collaborate with you? Yes. Um, 
it's about um, finding finding ways back to to reconnect and the way it goes is is like like all the um, hindernisse was in the stuff that's in the way the resistance to to get through the resistance and there are possibilities like Mm, I, I'm so Jenna, I want to the... um, I want to pause you for a second. As if I am encountering you, like if I'm a ordinary person and I'm encountering you, and you say you take a stand that your point of origin is in this source of possibility, you're a sorceress of possibility. Then, if the source is turned on, the possibility just they flow through. You look at me and you just have. There's all these possibilities that shows up. You know what I, and there, and somehow your source is not turned on all the way. Yeah, that's true. I know that. Yes, that's. Um, or maybe I believe that, and that's why it's not working. You know. Yeah. And and I didn't get the first what you said first. There was that was frozen the okay what i'm saying is your point of origin is if i'm an ordinary person who encounters you on the street in a ballet class in a dinner mm -hmm. party that i left with the impression that i've met a sorceress i've met a sorceress of possibility i'm sorry i need to write Yes, yes. What, I, yes. See, I don't really understand what this is about because what? if I don't see the necessity of the person, I don't know what to do. Or is it about showing who I am? Or yes, Tatiana, in your sorceresses, look, embodying, inhabiting your sorceressness, no matter where you are. That, that people will see and want to connect because they want that magic. They want those possibilities. Yes. Tatiana, yes. if you have one more, you have 20 seconds, look at me and let the sorceress, the sorceress, the source of possibility speak to me. You have 20 seconds, one sentence. Go. just nothing comes right now i'm too much stress i feel too mm -hmm. much fear or stress <laughs> i have an experiment yeah for you i, I see myself that i'm not there yet you know yes please yeah the experiment is to go around to really go around your life when you work when you walk to your work and you look at somebody and you and you just let the source connect with them. You don't have to, to say it out loud. You're just like, oh, this is the possibility they need. Okay, this is what I have for them. And you just, and you, 
embody this ongoing source. You let have this source flow ongoingly in your life. I don't know if you can hear me. And that would be an experiment to inhabit this point of origin. Did you hear the experiment, Tatiana? I, I heard um, to walk around and, and to let the source connect to them. That's the last uh -huh. sentence I heard. Yeah, that's it. So to yeah. inhabit, to inhabit the point of origin. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I would like to be the client next. I'm Great. working with you, Michelle. Hello, and Chloe. Hello, Michelle. What is your point of origin, and Chloe? My point of origin is the creation of radical revolutions, radical revolutions anchored in or around life, consciousness, Gaia, archetypal love, and to how to revolve around that at different at higher levels or different in different territories of consciousness. And, and that makes the revolution. Mm, thank you. Prove it, please. Michelle, there's, there's a way that you're hiding from your game world building power that you've been loving village weaving and you've been loving taking people through evolutionary processes. And somehow when you made this invitation for Clinton and I to come and join you was somehow to use us, and I don't mean use as something bad, but to use us as the game world builder where you could play out your village weaving and your evolutionary. Mm -hmm. And there's a way that we've said no to this offer. And so my counter offer would be for you to somehow awaken, awaken the game world builder in you. So you can have a space where you can play full out the village weaver and the evolutionary. And so I don't know, I, you, I know there's like few projects going on and somehow mm, I don't know, like what about, what about your village? How is it going about in terms of your village? Hmm. Thank you for this. And Chloe, on the last breakout room, this showed up. And the first breakout room that showed up. Exactly. It's exactly my question. I am very sad about this because I don't want to do it alone. And now that there is a village here, I, I'm, I want more support. And 
I have, I feel sad that, that I'm not taking a stand for taking the lead hundred percent. And I know I've done this before. Taking the lead, and, you mean, or yes, avoiding it? Mm. Taking the lead has, has uh, not been a problem in creating other game worlds in my life. And for this particular one, my story around that is I'm tired. And I don't want to do it alone anymore. And... And I have a lot of sadness because this is the most important game world that I would be building, much more important than any of the other ones that I've built. And I feel this sadness and this joy also that I'm being seen by you right now. Yeah. Michelle, I and now it's 10 of us here. <laughs> yeah. So there's something that, you know, and yes, it might be your village weaving, but somehow they're in your house. You know, you could have village weaved somewhere else, but they've ended up being, you know, in, in, your, in your center. And yes. I have, because I have one more minute, my proposal for you is get to get together with other game world builders, Vera, Patrizio, Clinton, and I, and make us proposals of this is how I want the game world to go. What do you think about it? Instead mm. of us having to come up with the idea, because as a game world builder, I just love collaborating and what, mm. okay, this has worked. This has not worked. This is what I'm going to do with Cassandra. Yes. In Did you already, she connected with you already? Yes. Great. Yes, but this is also possible for you, for your village, not for other people's village. Yes. And, and, it, and you would be the beginner of the game world builder there. Yes. And thank you for that. And it's also a possibility that it is Cassandra's, uh, that, I'm, that, that we're together is also a possibility. Yeah. Okay, th then you have collaboration there. Then are, you have collaboration. Yes. Mm, yes. Anyway, it might be worth looking at this. I'm, I'm tired when it comes up to this most important game world in your life. Yes. Yes. There's, there's a, a healing process around that pending. Thank you, Aunt okay. Chloe. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Here we go. Michelle, would you be our next mage? Mm, yes. And Tatiana. Tatiana. Yeah. So Michelle, please tell me your point of origin. Tatiana, I am a next culture shaman. Through me healing and transformation happens. I am a space of love and nourishment for those that, that need it. 
Yeah, thank you. Prove it, Michelle. Yes. Tatiana, could you close your eyes, please? Could you share your fear in this safe space now? And it would help to say, I'm scared because. I'm scared because I don't know how it goes. Hmm. I don't know how it goes. I'm... I'm scared to step out of out of this rim of the arena I just discovered like my incoming machine and I'm 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 making this huge arena and the the incoming stuff is getting so big and and I'm just disappearing behind the stone rim of this huge arena. And mm. yeah. Because you're disappearing behind the stone rim of this big arena, and it's so, so big. Yeah, the, the incoming stuff is big. It's it's <sighs> mm, the incoming stuff is big. Tatiana, tell me tell me about energy. Yes. Tell me about your energy. Tell me about the field. Keep your eyes closed. And I'm gonna share something. Two words. And when I share those words, just just see how it goes for you. You open your mouth and you just see how it goes. You ready? Yes. Field of consciousness. Go. Energy field of consciousness. Oneness. There's something there. Just open your mouth and go ahead. I'm here. The thing that is, there's, it, 
There is something in the way. Ah, there's something in the way. Yes, and I'm busy with that already. I mean, I'm... Uh -huh. Keep your eyes closed. You're going to hear some some sounds and and some singing and some voices. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I am a baba, Open your heart to this, Tachana. Open your heart to the magic and the sorceress. There's nothing to close or to think about. It's opening. They can have access to your being. Slowly, slowly open your eyes, please. Slowly, slowly. Thank you, Tachek. Thank you, Aunt Chloe. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. I'm just wanting to say I noticed like my own impulse, and then I really had to to think, okay, it's a different point of origin, and to just see see your point of origin work and and, and to realize I had a different point of origin and I would have gone in a different direction. And yeah, thank you for that experience. Thank you, Aunt Chloe, for sharing that. So I just want to say, where are you? Yeah, Katrin. So whenever you want, slide those back on again. Slide mm -hmm. those back on. I was just asking for this short time of the, to experience you like that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Would everybody take a deep breath? It is 7.30 where I am, and that's two, our two and a half hour. 
I know that some people have to go pretty sharp on time. So I'm going to officially wrap it up and I will just stay around. And Clinton, if you want, you could stay around and just whatever. So you can have time to have a buffer between this last experience and, um, and, your, and your life and where, where you are right now. And that could also be a space for questions or comments or just being um, with other beings. Yeah, particularly I like to check in with Tatiana and with uh, uh, Julia and with Naomi. If you guys could stick around just for a couple of minutes so we can just check on you guys. Okay, the experiment, Thank I just you. want very yes. shortly, the experiments are the same in terms of movie, emotional healing process and the websites and to keep um, working with speaking from the nothing this week and, is, yeah. And to diagram your incoming machine and yes. consider redesigning your incoming machine to make use of other people's getting rid of things, pulling in other things, because this is a basic fundamental interface with you in the world and it matters, it really matters. And we almost never get a chance, a safe enough place to redesign that with people with us. So here's a safe place to do that. So it'll be a fabulous thing to do together. I already have an eyeball that goes like this and I have a fan that goes like this with my five bodies and they all connect back. I got two new things added into my machine and I feel glad about it. Yay. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'd like to check in with Tatiana. How are you doing over there? What's happening? I'm, I'm very, I, I'm in this, my kind of the huge emotional thing comes up and came up and is still there. Mm -hmm. When did it come up? What was happening? It came up. up? Yeah, I, I was the mage and, and Antoine asked me to prove uh, even the telling. I noticed that I didn't want to say anything and, and then I, I was just, I, well, my story about this is, is, is that I didn't understand what it was about, but this is a story and I just, I'm, I feel like the place I'm now is that I, well, not now, now, but this time is that I, I only have some glimpses of this point of origin and what it all can be about and mm -hmm. so I feel like a liar and not connected to it and yeah and then the, this victim story is starting and beaten. you know my machine is kind mm -hmm. of running again and, and I, I have the impression there are more more layers of the whole thing 
Well, will you just look at the people here and also remember the other people, but get it that this is an eight week long process. It's kind of an eight week long birthing process and a strengthening process and exercise program beauty program it's a huge it's a long multi-dimensional program and you're in it and you have all of the support here so you're not doing this alone you can call up anybody anytime talk to anybody and and you don't have to have answers there's no right answer here and it's what we're what we're doing together what we're doing together is trying we are trying something new and I don't know if you remember learning to walk or if you play a musical instrument or learning to ride the bicycle, all those things, learning to write, all those things, we start off exactly the same way. I don't think I can do this. All we're doing though is trying. So of course you can't do it already, we're trying. So that's the, that's the approach to use with this, that you have a great team to support you, you're trying something new and it feels like this. I mean, I remember when I did my flute lessons that almost every time I came out of a flute lesson, I was crying because I could not already play the flute. The flute. I couldn't, I only made mistakes in the flute lessons. So mm. I remember that. It was not a fun time. But I could play the flute afterwards. <laughs> so you'll be a better mage after this, guaranteed. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing me. I'm, I feel good about what you said. So I'm, I just wanted to check in. And the liquid state is, that's how it goes. You know that, but thank you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Cool, Julia, how are you doing? I feel sad because I noticed how I'm like in this last space. I s there's something happening in me that's like a sabotage mechanism of like um, I went I, I went to to explore my point of, or or go on a journey with the space in which I was to my point of origin and. And instead of connecting with my client, I connected with a coach. So it's like a deviation mechanism of mm. going somewhere else. And, and it's almost like to prove to myself that I can't do it. It's, it's yeah, I feel sad about it. Can you tell more about, you said it was a mechanism. You just say, yeah. describe how it goes. So I... I get the question from the client and I, I, I say what my point of origin is and she says, prove it. And I, and I, my point of origin is being the source and staying centered. And, and I, and I share from that point, what's happening in me. And then, and then, and then I go into connection. And so instead of connecting with my client, I screen and, and I see that something's happening in, in, in the coach. And so I go, boom, I go there like boom. And I asked the coach, what's alive in you? And how did, and, so how and, did and that told, happen? Yeah, how I lose, I lose, I think, yeah. It's like losing sight of who I'm actually in connection with or losing purpose or, or the, get it going on to another purpose or, and I've, I've, I've noticed. You, 
Did you notice that before? Yeah, just life? recently in the gremlin training, I realized that that was happening when the purpose was to open a new space. And I noticed something was active in other people. And I'm like, woof, woof. and I opened up a completely different space. And what so in my experience, all of these kinds of things are defense strategies. They're survival mechanisms. And so at some point in your life, you installed that thing, that mechanism that and it was useful for you. It protected you. It confused other people around you, or you, you didn't have to take responsibility for something, or you were somehow safe. So, I mean, it wasn't stupid that you put that in, and it's great that you can see it now, but what's, what's needed is to watch it, how it works. So will you do that this week? Will you pay attention to how that thing goes whoop, like that, mm-hmm. how, it, how it comes in and does it? And maybe you might get a flash in your mind of when you first started to do that. If it was at school, if it was your mother, your brother, whatever, where where you first started to do that. Yes. Because then then you then we have enough information to work with it like that. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to do the self-observation and just notice, ah, it's about to happen. That's a really important time. The whoop thing is about to happen. Breathe, center grounding cord bubble, slow down. If it still happens, that's fine, but try to observe how it happens. Slow it down, make the thing go like this, and then you will start to see, ah, here's what's going on. Yeah. Anything else about that right now? No, thank you. Okay, thanks for checking in. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. Thank you. Naomi, how are you doing? I feel joy from the last exercise. Because? Because because I spoke about authenticity and I feel I felt that I was being it. And integrity. And I talked about Something that was in both sessions is the confusion thing. I really want to tackle the confusion thing because it's like this interface between me and the world. And and it gets so close to my body that there's nothing else but that. And then just if the space is held in a certain way, I can like come out and I can access these other things. Well, as a little side thing, do you have a paper can you write down to yes. describe the kind of space you can describe the kind of space that helps you un- unfold the different things you know be could you to, repeat that yeah please describe the space you say in a certain when a space is held a certain way then you don't have to be confused yes describe the way that space needs to be held so that you do not be confused yes Okay, and tell us next week or tell me later or something like that. Yes. I mean, the yes, point that's of this, important. The point of this is getting you to hold that space. When I hold the space, I can also access these other things. Okay, then. I can, yeah. Then the point is to get you to pirate the space. <laughs> always. To always pirate 
the space. It is always your space. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the fear because then I think I would be hijacking the space all the time and I yes. don't allow myself to do that. Okay, well, grant yourself permission, Harvey Gar, pirate the space all the time. I mean, <laughs> who can hold a better space? You're the one. Every space I go in, I only pretend to not hold space wherever I go. So just pirate all spaces. You are holding the space and make it for yourself. Make it so you can do your work and serve people and show up. And you, if, you, if you don't want to do it, leave. You know, just walk right out. I don't want to pirate this space. I'm out of here. Like that. Or yeah. This whole, uh, the whole week. I'll do that this whole week. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Yay, Naomi. Yay. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You just say, I'm not going there. Did people make an invitation say, you know what? Not going there. I'm going to open up this space and you just go there. Yeah. I will report to you if the other question in my mind gets resolved by this experiment. Okay. Yes. The other question is the confusion one. What's the other question? Uh, let me see if I can remember, if I can get it. The other question is... that when we did the machine game, if I get confused, I literally do not know where to locate my being. I feel like I have to locate myself somewhere so that I can just exist basically and respond. And I do not know where. I'm standing there and, I, and, and nothing is a place that makes sense or I, I do not know what to do. And I'm in like in this helplessness. Do you have a, could you do this also? for this week is uh, hold a sword the whole week. So you can use any stick for a sword, but if you could get a boken, you know, a real sword, just grab one from a, you know, martial arts store. You're in, you're, where are you in Mexico? Where are you? Oh, you're in Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Morelos. Morelos. I don't know if they have one there. Just grab a piece of bamboo, put a piece of tape on it for the handle, you know, tape up the handle, sharpen the front and just, you know, and then that's where you go. You mm. go to the sword. You go to yes. that sword. You hold the sword right at the neck of every every person around you. And they'll get people will get used to it. You just say, they say, what do you want for breakfast? And you go, burritos, you know? <laughs> really, I'm serious. Go to the sword. And then Yeah, and I then can you, feel that here. Yeah, good. Yeah, and then everything else can completely vanish in the entire universe, and you have this sword. It's an energetic sword. It cannot be taken away from you. You can forget to use it, but it cannot be taken away from you, and you just go to the sword because that's your yeah. center grounding cord bubble, your tension. Everything's there in the sword. Yes. Cool. All right. Thank you. Cool. The rest of you guys look radiantly wonderful so anybody have anything else anybody need anything
A big thank I you. I love you all. Thank you also. You. <laughs> yes. A big thank you and love you as well. <laughs> Thanks for being here, you guys. Thank you. you. Wonderful. Okay. Hola, Manda. Hola. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.